nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Everybody has a podcast, podcast. guys had a goody 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 few weeks took a little break here um <clears throat> i wanted to do a show tonight because we had you know we love video games here especially anything tied to vintage video gaming and today was the drop of shredder's revenge tmnt so uh yeah you know that's um I was going to come on Monday, but then I was like, I'm definitely going to get, you know, do Thursday because this is the day of the drop, baby. So that's what we, that's what we're doing now. And I'm going to have that review. Shredder's Revenge. Because you know, I got it on digital, right? Nintendo Switch is the platform. And we will get into that momentarily. But right now, you know, what I'm going to do is a little bit of some weekend rap. Wiss, what's going on, man? Hey, That's cool, man. Well, uh, we can wrap up, man. You know, uh, 
So I think it might, might have been uh, one to two years ago is when the Bush Light Apple dropped. Now, as you know, I like cheap beer. I fuck with Bush Lattes before. It's not the best. And it's not really, I'm more of a liquor man myself, but you know, you do what you gotta do now. Like, yeah. Do a quick water break. Hmm. Oh man, I get a sip of water real quick. All right. So, <clears throat> oh man. Basically, <clears throat> oh, sorry about that. Got a coughing spell. So, Bushlight Apple. A couple of years ago it dropped. It was a limited release. Did not come out down here, by the way. But I was like, man, that would be cool. I wish it would come out just because eh, I'm curious. You know? And then look at some online reviews and heard some pretty decent things about it. A couple of years wore on. Now, guess what? It dropped in Alabama this summer. So with the limited release, actually, to my pleasant surprise, I'm going to give you a little backstory. I was at the liquor store going to get a fifth of Jack Daniels. I'm chilling in line, and the gentleman is talking with the other gentleman, and they're going through a conversation that's taking pretty long. And I'm like, well, I have this bottle of Jack Daniels. All of a sudden, a, a thought in my mind says, hey, go back and look in the beers, maybe. In the beer section, maybe. Maybe. They got some bush light apple. Maybe they got a, well, you know, well, maybe shipment. So I went back and checked. Lo and behold, three cases. So, got 12, got a half a case. Went about my merry biz with a fifth of Jack. Yes. Yes. All right, all right. So, look, I'm about to give you the guys the, uh, the rating on this bad boy. First of all, let's get into it a little bit, man. I mean, hey, I've had my my thing with bush lattes, you know. I'm a Keystone Light man myself, y'all. That's bullshit beer. Fuck you, motherfucker. Well, anyway, I mean, bush is not that great. Bush is kind of bullshit beer too, but as far as that, so, hey. We get we get the drop. I go. I get. I get a. I get some. It's actually. It's not bad. All right. First of all, <clears throat> there's there's a lot worse beer out there. All right. So basically, it's when you pour it in a glass, it's pretty light. Pretty light. Not a lot of foam. And it really, to give you an, an accurate taste on this bad boy, it's more like, uh, it, it tastes like, it tastes like a light beer with apple juice in there, but in, in, in a, in a good way, not a bad way, in a good way. You know what I mean? Um, it's decently smooth. You can slam these. If you are accustomed to Bush lattes, you know, Bush light or any kind of domestic light beer, you'll be all right with, with slamming these. They're pretty smooth. And they're not, it's easy to go through a 12-er. I went through a couple of these bad boys. So I'm going to give her a 3 out of 5. 
I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try this lemonade, yeah. It's not bad. It's not. <clears throat> it's not bad. I mean, hey, I'd get, I'd, I'd definitely. It's a nice, especially in the summertime. You know, I don't like ciders because if you drink too many of them, man, they give me the shits. You know what I mean? Me too, motherfucker. So, I mean, it's like a thing where I'd rather avoid that. And with the uh, bush light apple, it's not bad. I'm giving you an impromptu domestic beer review at a three out of five on that. So, there you go. Our boys, the Stallions, lost this past weekend. So, that sucks. That is some bullshit, y'all. I don't really follow that shit, y'all. You know, I love my motherfucking Pittsburgh Steelers. And fucking Cleveland Browns, yeah. That's weird. You like both of those teams. They're like rivals. You shut the fuck up. Hey, I'm just saying, man. I love I love you, dumbass. I love Ohio State, too, yeah. Hey, man. Well, hey, you like what you like. <coughs> <coughs> oh, excuse me. So, <clears throat> the Stallions lose this weekend. Jamar Smith, man, uh, he got lucky on a couple of passes, and then he didn't get lucky, and he was he was he was trying too hard. But that's all right. Hey, that's the first loss of the season. We're in the playoffs, and uh, I did it. I said we're. I don't play on the team. The Stallions are in the playoffs, so that should be good. I'm rooting for them. That should be fun, man. It's a fun deal. I haven't been to a Stallions game yet, but I would like to go, and I might do that. You know, I just I'm being a lazy bastard. You know, that's basically the deal. You ain't got a fucking game. It's pretty cute, y'all. The stadium looks nice. It's Steve. So you've been? Yeah, I've been with my girl, yeah. Fucking chilling out. You know, I, ch- I take a little bit of fucking, uh, take it for my fucking one hitter and a little bit of fucking cocaine, yeah. I chill out there, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Well, I suddenly got I saw. I need to go ahead and, and hit it up and watch some ball, man. But, I mean, I think after this one, they're going out to Canton, so. It's going to be next season, I guess, before uh, I get to check them out. But I definitely fucking would would do that. And you know this, my friends. You know this, my friends. So let's go ahead and get into some fucking uh, some news lines. Joker 2 will be a musical. Joker 2 will be a musical, y'all. A fucking musical. Joker 2, a fucking musical. What? That's a fucking bullshit game. Just about a week ago, Todd Phillips announced on his social media that this dude is reuniting with Johan Phoenix to start work on this. Joker 2, but now, now we got some more details on this shit, making it a little more interesting. Joker, Fuala Dil, 
would be a musical and fucking Lady Gaga is in early talks to star as Harley Quinn according to the Hollywood Reporter so I'm looking at alright just to let you know being honest looking at this shit according to the story Lady G Lady Gaga would be set to play a different version of Harley from the current DC Universe incarnation played by Margot Robbie man she got she is she got a fat ass you know what I'm saying yeah got me she got a fat ass uh but this would fit the general format of the original movie which also casts Phoenix as the Joker inside his own universe separate from other DC movies neither Phoenix nor Gaga have closed deals to make the movie yet so not official but we're going through talks right now Phillips and Gaga have also worked together before meaning T Phillips served as a producer on 2018's A Star Is Born which starred Gaga alongside Bradley Cooper in turn produced Joker with the move to make Joker 2 a musical it's <laughs> that sounds so fucking Joker 2 a musical it seems fitting that Phillips would turn to a slightly eccentric star with more musical talent than just about anyone to fill the role of Harley meanwhile on Gaga's side of things Joker Fale Fale Adil would fit the trend of her previous movie selections perfectly. Now, I'm reading this from The Hollywood Reporter, okay? She now starred in two prestigious dramas, uh, one acclaim, but no Oscars for both. Meanwhile, the original Joker received 11 nominations and two wins, uh, including a Best Actor in a Leading Role statue for Joaquin Phenom, Joaquin Phoenix. And one question this new casting poses is what this movie might be about. While early speculation suggested the movie's working title, we already said this shit 500 times, Joker Folly Idea could refer to, to, could refer to, oh my God, a French accent, could refer to Batman. It seems more likely they could refer to Jokers. It could refer to Jokers. Longtime partner in love and crime Harley instead. Either way, with Joker 2's most likely star still not closing these deals, we really don't know shit, but this is what's going on right now, and this is all the reason that motherfuckers talk shit, and I'm one of them. So, <clears throat> looks like we had a listener that came in and then left. Hello, you have a lot of typing in your name, and you have been gone for some time. Anyway, I am excited about this podcast, everyone, because we do have Shredder's Revenge. That is coming soon with this review. I got a review on it, y'all. I downloaded it digitally. I guess if you download it, that's digitally. So you don't have to say, I downloaded it digitally. Because there's not really an analog download. If you're downloading something, that's it. I should have just said I downloaded it. And I did. From the Nintendo eShop. And I'm going to tell you about it momentarily. But right now, we still have more stories with Newsline. Um, Greg Hardy's back in the news, y'all. Former Cowboys big boy. And also, former UFC heavyweight Greg Hardy signs a multi-fight deal with Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship from ESPN. Formal, former NFL defensive end and UFC heavyweight Greg Hardy has signed an agreement to Bare Knuckle Box. Hardy, 33 
has signed a multi-fight deal with Bare Knuckle Fighting. The promotion announced Wednesday. It is Greg's first move in combat sports since the UFC opted not to re-sign him after his three-year deal. Quote, I'm back and ready to knock everyone out in the baddest promotion there is, he stated. Mr. Hardy. Everyone knows I can knock people out, and that's what I plan on doing. I can't wait until I take the gloves off and rumble for the BKFC. Ooh, damn, I love some KFC right now. Mm, extra crispy, motherfucker. Greg Hardy was exiled by the NFL in 2015 because of off-field issues, most notably a domestic violence arrest. He made his professional MMA debut in 2018 and earned a UFC contract after competing on Dana White's Contender Series twice. Fighting out of America Top Team in Florida, Greg's first time in the UFC was filled with highs and lows. He officially won four of his first six fights, okay, including three knockouts, but struggled when he faced upper-tier competition. BKFC has become a home for former MMA fighters, including Paige Van Zandt, Thiago Alves, Hector, and Hector Lombard. The promotion and events are sanctioned by uh, State Athletic Commission. So we'll see about old Greg Hardy. What do you think about that, Wisp? He's a pussy, y'all. You think Greg Hardy's a puss? I beat that motherfucker up, yeah. Oh, Wisp, come on, man. He'll catch a motherfucking ass whooping, yeah. <laughs> He'll take these fists of fury, motherfucker. Alright, you must be drinking that shit, because, uh... Old Greg Age looks like a beast. I couldn't take this shit, yeah. I'm telling y'all this. When I get riled up, you don't even know about with and Creeper. One, two, 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 one, two. Skip to my Luke, you're fucked up. <laughs> Alright, I'll take your fucking word on that. But as far as any more motherfucking shit going on in the news, I think that, uh, now we spoke on this dude before. Deshaun Watson. I think he's got 24 fucking cases going on right now. But look, I'm going to tell y'all something. I still think he's getting railroaded. You know what I'm saying? It's some old bullshit. And, uh, man, I'm, I'm praying for this dude. You know? I think that maybe these, these, these women are trying to get a payoff. I think they're trying to get a payoff. And he should have went with hookers. Hookers, Deshaun, hookers. You wouldn't have gotten in trouble. I don't know. It's weird, but I, I still think it's just 24 cases. Come on, man. That's absurd. And some of these cases have tried to be fucking settled, dude, for like 100 grand. It's already been disclosed. So that's it. It's already whack. You can say what you fucking want to say about it, but I mean, my dude's getting railroaded here, and that's the fucking. It's wrong, man. We had. We got people in, in positions of power that are mad because he wanted to move on, you know, and they're vindictive. And there are people out there like that. Anybody that's dated a fucking woman, I swear to God, uh, you know what I mean? And not all women are like that, but you're going to run into that experience because that's the motherfucking shit that happens, um, unfortunately. But it is what it is. And man, um, listen, um, He's at 24 cases. I'm hoping that it just gets it settled and let this let this dude fucking play. Let this dude fucking play ball. 
You know what I mean? Get it out of the fucking way, man, because you, you, you bitches, you know, and I don't know, man. He might have done wrong. I don't know for sure. I don't really think so, though. It's just so suspicious. So suspicious to me. But um, if he did, then that's not cool. But I just think he's getting railroaded. That's my personal opinion, y'all. That is my personal opinion. All right. So we're going to do a little something new right now. Instead of going into um, <clears throat> with college right now, we also have the email line. Okay. Viewer emails. And we will definitely do that. We got one coming up right now. Viewer. It's not a viewer. Listener emails. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go ahead and pull up one right now. This is Paul from New Mexico, and he writes the show. Hello, Grant. Hope all is well. I wasn't able to catch you guys. You haven't been in lately. Sorry, Paul. Anyway, I figured I wanted to write something to the show and see what you guys thought. Last time I was out with my friend, he got very drunk, and I ended up having to babysit him. I'm tired of this shit and don't want to do it anymore, but he is one of my good friends, He's been calling me to go out and drink and have fun, as he says, but I don't want to go and get into this shit again. What should I do? Your regards, Paul. All right, Paul, I'm going to give you some advice on this. Don't fuck with him anymore because I've been through this shit before. And it takes a few times before you learn your fucking lesson on it, unfortunately. You know, I had a friend, we, we would go out, and it's like when it gets to a certain point, man, they get way too fucked up, and there isn't any coming back. You know what I mean? It gets worse. You have to get into fucking parent mode and basically look after these motherfuckers the whole night, and that's not anything that anybody wants to do. You know what I mean? Hell no, I ain't babysitting shit. I'm trying to get some pussy and fucking do cocaine and drink uh, liquor, y'all. And I'm not trying to do all that, but I definitely understand. And so, and you know, I'm going to give you a little story. This one time, a friend, and this is an old school friend, man. I still love him to death, and I, you know, I hope everything's going well with him. But I can't go out and ever drink with this guy again because the last time we go out and we get fucked up and way too fucked up, right? To the point that he tries to fight a police officer and I have to come grab this motherfucker and be like, hey, get in the car. <laughs> get in the car. Let's go. You know, and that's ridiculous because we should be having fun trying to sniff puss or whatever we're doing and not fucking up shit. And I got to fucking like babysit somebody. I don't even want kids. And so. Yeah, definitely don't fuck with that guy. If it's a repeat, he's a repeat offender, like my friend was, then you have to not do it no more because that's it is what it is. You have to learn your lesson, man. It's like dating fucked up people. Stop doing it. When there's a red flag, take heed of that red flag and do what you got to do. That's my advice on that one. So, <clears throat> oh, man. Woo! And smoking on some of that stuff. Smoking on it. Smoking. 
Ooh, what else do we do? We have another one in the mailbag. How do we have another one? Let's see, we're Klaus. What the fuck, eh? Let's bring it up. All right, now this one. This one is from Tom in New York City. And he says, Grant, my girlfriend wants me to piss on her. Sincerely, Tom in New York. All right. <clears throat> well, this is weird. I never, you know, as, as far as that goes, man, that, that kind of shit, I never, I never really got to that. I piss on a girl, yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. At least it's not shit, because I definitely wouldn't do any kind of doo-doo stuff. But as far as pissing, I mean, maybe in the tub, I don't know. This is, that's kind of weird. I piss out everywhere. I don't give a bee. I think it's weird, Tom, man. I mean, if you want to do it, man, <clears throat> I say, if you want to do it, man, do what you do. But I think that might be kind of, mm, you're kind of on the cusp of, man, I don't know. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So anyway, what we're going to do is we're going to do a little something different right now. We're going to take a little music break. I'm going to do like a three-song block for you guys. And, of course, I can't play any copyrighted music, so it's not going to be anything like that. This is from the Sound Bank. I'm not even going to tell you who it is, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. And I uh, hope you guys enjoy this this three three-song block, y'all. All right.
Hey now, <laughs> what up? We're back. All right. So I told you we're gonna get into Shredder's Revenge, and that is what we're gonna do, folks. Right now, everybody has a podcast. Podcast: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. Oh man, I've been waiting on this one, y'all. They said it was gonna come out originally. Um. 2021 but man been pushed back and uh we'll go ahead and say something about this game that uh, you guys know man back in the day so this is something like with the mortal Kombat games tmnt games even the street fighter games man those those like highly popular games which got the port overs to the Super Nintendo and the Genesis. Once they got that port over, man, it's like it's like it was cool as fuck. Don't get me wrong, man. Playing fucking Mortal Kombat at home. Mortal Kombat. I remember one and two specifically. Going out and getting those games. Playing them at home with your buddies, man, and fucking all night long when you're a kid. But there's specific differences in the console games and then the fucking arcade, right? See, when you went to go and play the arcade games, which back in my day, I sound like an old fucking man, you know? Yeah, you sound like an old motherfucker. But back in our day, wish, man, we used to have to go out to the fucking arcade, like drive out there and get mom to take us to the fucking mall. And that's one thing I think kids miss, man. Like, they don't... There are those two worlds, man. The two worlds. You had the home world, console world, and you had, like, the arcade world. Which is almost like a different world. They had games that would never be ported over to fucking regular consoles. And then you had the highly popular ones, like your Mortal Kombats and Street Fighters and shit like that. That you know would get ported over, but they just wouldn't be the same as the arcade. Because the arcade had like almost just a certain kind of gameplay, even graphics. That it's just not the same on a home console. Still fun on the home console, though. Don't get me wrong. Still fun. Still worth it. But just the experience isn't the same. I'll give you a prime example right now. Afterburner, that fucking game, you could never replicate it at home unless you brought the goddamn arcade console home because you had to get in that motherfucker like a cockpit and who the fuck is going to have that in their garage? Unless you got money, you know? My family definitely wouldn't have had no shit like that, for sure. So, you know, and there were definitely ports of that game and it was fun, but... It couldn't compare to the experience you would get going to the arcade and getting in that fucking, you know, um, that, that arcade cabinet. Because that was an experiential arcade cabinet. You got into that shit and had to actually, like, experience the fucking game. Which is a lot different than doing it on a home console, right? Still cool. We as kids actually understood, you know... We knew what it was, and it was still fun, but still, you had a fucking play. You had a special, you know, you do birthday parties at the arcade, right? You had, when you went to the mall, 
you know, holidays, right? You you would fucking, it's like a special thing. The kids now, it's not, it's obsolete now, so they'll never know. But this is one of those games, because like when it was adapted to the NES and, and then you had the Super Nintendo Turtles in Time and all that, while it was cool on the, on the uh, consoles, still not the same graphic-wise. What I'm getting at here, <laughs> a long story short, that's too late, motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck you, Wiz. But what I'm really trying to tell you guys is this game is like the arcade. And that's the cool thing about the newer consoles. They got so much power, man. Like, it's not a difference. That's the kind of, like, I guess that's, like, what you get. That's the, that's the kids miss out on that, but, like, they get arcade quality with the newer consoles. I, you know, that's cool. But, like, at the same time, it's sad because they missed out, man, on, like, uh, this experience, man, with our culture, man, that we had. It was not just the arcades, man. You might meet a cool girl up there, man, you know. At the arcade, you play the fucking game, and then you go get an orange, <laughs> an orange Julius, man. Or, like, you know, whatever the fuck it was. A cinnamon fucking, those cinnamon fucking sticks, man, or... And go to the food court and get some fucking Chick-fil-A or whatever, man. But, like, it was an experience, man. And you and, and all your friends hung out at the mall. And, yeah, it was, you know, like, they don't, it's not the same. They don't understand. They will not understand because arcades are obsolete except for out here. It's like restaurants, will, you know, bars will have that kind of shit. But it ain't like it was. It's It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's just not the same. Unfortunately, but still cool shit. You guys got me fucking going back in time right now. But the task at hand was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge. And you know that I was going to fucking come out and do a fucking review on this shit. Because I downloaded it today, you motherfuckers. For Nintendo Switch, bitch. That's right, Nintendo Switch. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge. It's, you you know what this is. A beat-em-up game. Tribute games. Published by Domitu. Dotimu. It's based on the fucking TMNT franchise, baby. Inspired by the number one. I don't even know why I said number one. 1987 animated series and borrows those styles. But all those fucking games did. So this is a classic side-scroller. For any of you that know about the fucking TMNT series with the arcade and in the port-overs, right? And this is what I was kind of getting at. The port-overs with the previous games, like you had Turtles in Time that ported over. That was an arcade game, and then it ported to the, to all the consoles, and it it wasn't the same, the same with the port-over, but it was still fun. Anything multiplayer with your friends, fucking fun shit. But it wasn't the same, like, when you go to the arcade and you actually get on those. They had the four joystick and crazy shit. Cool thing about this game is you can actually play as April O'Neil, Master Splinter. Then you got the unlockable Casey Jones. It is a side-scroller. It's got the classic gameplay. You know what I'm saying? Um, of course, on the console, like the Switch, this is the, the Switch is what I have it for. I got a game. I don't have any... Fancy arcade shit, and I don't even know if they have that. I'm pretty sure they do via, you know, a third party 
vendor or creator, but as far as that goes, I got a regular gamepad, you know. Um, this game has two different modes. You got the arcade mode and the story mode. Now, with the arcade mode, you got a limited amount of lives, and the game's got to be completed in one setting. But you do have continues, but it's it's limited. The story mode allows players to convert accumulated points for health, extra lives, additional combat moves, and a special ability known as Radical Mode, which temporarily enhances the player's or the player character's combat abilities. Now, in story mode, each stage has optional side content and challenges and collectibles. In addition to the single player mode, the game supports six-player online and four-player local co-op multiplayer mode. Players can high-five to share health or work together to perform certain moves. That's cool as fuck because you got the online shit. But I will tell you this. With the online shit, I try to do it and then fuck me up. I'm going to try again tonight later on and we'll, we'll fucking do a get back on that. Um, as far as this review is just going to be the fucking game, but... The online shit is something that I really want to get into, but like it wasn't working at the time. So uh, we're, I'm going to actually go back and review separately that we'll get back on that. But as far as uh, we can get into kind of like development, um, I'm not going to get too, too much into it because that kind of shit's boring. Tribute Games, Montreal, that's where they're based from. Um Who cares? Uh, Dotimu officially announced the game on the 20, March 10, 2021. And I tell you guys, it got pushed back a little bit. This isn't really relevant. It's kind of just whatever. It was released today, y'all. And you know I downloaded it, and I've been telling you about it right now this whole fucking time. So, fuck you, and yeah. But as we go on. Uh, you remember the arcade shit. So I downloaded it today. I downloaded it today. Played it. Uh, and I will say this. The cool thing about that, when I was talking about the disconnect between, you know, arcade games and console games, this doesn't have that. And we, we did say that, right? <coughs> Excuse me. So with this, you got a true arcade experience, graphic-wise, character size. Because that's one thing with the fighting games, like the Street Fighters and shit like that, the characters. <laughs> on the arcade is a lot bigger than what you would get on a home console. Gameplay sometimes would be different, but with this, you got a true arcade experience, so that's the cool thing. Um, and an another cool thing about this game, some of the side shooters from your side scrollers from back in the day, man, they would be they would get boring right as far as playing them today but now with all the features and everything that they actually put in um it actually like it's definitely it measures up to anything that the kids would play nowadays you know what i mean plus you got a multiplayer online mode that i definitely uh, i think is cool if I can actually get it to fucking work on my side. So I'm going to explore more about that shit. And we'll talk about more about it. As far as like a four out of five or shit. 
five star, five star rating out of five, out of five, man, I'm kind of, you know, I'm old school. So it's kind of a lot of nostalgia in this game right here. And that's part of it. That's a lot of it. You know, some kids and some people that was not born around our time, my time, the time that the TMNT was actually out there and doing shit big time, big time. Vanilla Ice had a fucking song, you know, so it was crazy time. So, with that being said, man, they were like a cultural phenomenon, no doubt. Anybody that you ask within that period of time that lived and knew would tell you that shit, man. It's fucking crazy time, dude. I don't even want to know with everything how much, you know, that fucking franchise grows. It's got to be crazy. I don't even know how you would track all that. Fucking with all the offshoots and bootlegs and, <laughs> you know, counterfeit shit, man. It was such a fucking craze in the 90s, man. Greatest fucking time ever. Um, definitely fell into that category, you know. And this game fucking holds up, man. Like, it's fucking... I like it a lot, and I'm going to be playing that bitch tonight when I get out this podcast, no doubt. Um, so when we're going to talk about rating this motherfucker, we got a five-star rating system right now. I'm going four out of five. That's right, four out of five. Get it. It was like 20-something bucks on the Switch. I'm not really sure about uh, the rest of the fucking platforms and you know what they're fucking running. But it's a fucking worth it, especially if you have kids and a family because it's multiplayer and hours of fun on this one, man. There's just so many moves and cool shit because I've played other old fucking games, man, from back in the day that uh, they seem kind of repetitive as far as side scrolling fun. But this one's good. This one gets you got to get it. Go get it. man. Go get it. For sure, go get it. Oh, yeah. Go on and get it, man. That's a good one. Oh, so we're going to go back to viewer. <laughs> not viewer. Not really viewer. We're going to say listener emails, y'all. Let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and pull another one. All right. Now, this one is from Rebecca in West Texas. Rebecca. Asks the program, I am thinking about taking a territory management job in the field, field sales, sales development rep. What advice can you give me? Because I know you've done this before. Thank you, Rebecca. Well, I will give you some advice in this field because I love it and I currently do it. And I'm not going to get too specific into who or what I do for when. Yeah, but I will tell you that as far as that goes, I'll give you some advice right now. Depending on what program you get into in one industry and whatnot, it's going to highly vary, but mostly it's pretty good. If you're out in the field and you're doing what you do and you get paid for performance versus production, because production is not really what you do because you're more in sales. We're paid on performance, then um, it depends on what you're doing right now, but I would say go for it because it's anything in the field usually is pretty good. Now, programs vary my advice to you would be never ever try to get cute with it when um 
you have a job like that because there's a lot of freedom that you get. Don't ever try to miss visits to the store. You always have to do visits. Always do visits. Always do your best and build out your territory. And if it's something that you don't understand, walk that gray line. Ask somebody. Um, especially your RMs. Sometimes they act like they don't know when they do, but you just have to fucking really assess the situation for what it is and do what you do best. And uh, just trust your own instincts. Probably when it comes down to that. Thank you, Rebecca from West Texas. Do we have... Do we got another one? Yeah, let's go ahead and get another one. Yeah, I've been fucking chilling, y'all. Smoking too much weed, yeah. I've noticed you ain't really said shit. That's okay, y'all. I'm listening to you <laughs> doing what you do, and it's pretty good. Thank you, sir. All right, um, let's see. Mm, go ahead and pull another one. We got Raj in Charlotte. He's a regular caller, but he's hitting up the email. Raj in Charlotte writes, My girl wants a big wedding, and I don't really care. What should I tell her? I really don't want a big wedding. Well, man, this is kind of a hard deal because you guys need to sit down and have a talk. Sometimes it turns out that you guys, you know, people are too different. But sometimes opposites attract, so it's kind of a conundrum. I would say sit down and talk about it and see what you really want. Would you be cool with it? Trip to Vegas? Or would, does she have to have 500 people at the wedding? I say fucking do what you want to do, y'all. Well, sometimes it's not that simple. Sometimes people love each other and they want to do what is right, but then they don't realize what is right is wrong till way later on. And so, who can you tell what is what, when is when? I don't know. I would say, man, if you can float Vegas, do Vegas. It's still official. And it's fun time. And you always have the option to do something later on if you want to include both families. All right. So we're going to go ahead and move on from that. Let's see. Do we have anything else in the mailbag? I think we got one more. All right. One more. Righty, Roo. We got Joey from Louisiana. Now he asks Hello, Grant. Thinking about you guys and love you. I wanted to ask, um, contemplating becoming a Catholic for my girlfriend because she is wants me to and definitely wants to get married later on. I am a Methodist and don't want to do this, and but I love her a lot. What should I do? So this is. I let dump the bitch out. Come on, man. Dumper, it's not going to work, motherfucker. All right. What says dumper? <laughs> I say sit down and have a conversation. I think once you sit down and analyze the situation and see what's going on. I mean, is this something, is the faith something that's going to break your guys' bond? In some cases, this would. In some cases, it wouldn't. I don't know your family ties nor bonds. So that is something that you guys need to definitely decipher and motherfucking know what's what. And just break it down. Break it down. Break it down into 
I don't know, segments is the right word, but you got to break it down into, into bite-sized pellets of information. And it just, huh, you know, just go with what you think is right. If it's something to where it's too much of an issue, then don't pursue it. If it's something to where it's not too much of an issue and not a day-to-day thing, maybe you guys can actually work through it. That is something that you will definitely have to decide. But what I'm here to do is break that down and tell you guys what I think and how that might go. That is what I think, and that is how I think it might go. So, I don't know for sure. This could be wrong or right. This could be right or wrong. What I know about that, I don't know. But I will tell you all this, coming up on an hour, and... I'm getting tired. My boy Wiss, he's been chilling out. Hi, Mama Thanks. What are you doing yet? Man, about to just go ahead and end it right here, my man. It's been an okay show, y'all. Uh, that motherfucker, Tim, man, Tim, going down like that bitch tonight, Mother Thanks. I know you got a switch. I've been telling you to get it. Even though she's been out a day, but still. Four out of five, man. Pretty good. I would have gave it a five out of five, but damn, what's a five out of five? That's gotta be classic shit, y'all. Maybe it is. I might even I might even say four point five, but for sure four. You got any last you got any words of wisdom for tonight? Highlighter player, y'all. Alright, Wiz, you take it easy, man. All you guys hit the follow button. Check out the old episodes. We got funny shit on that. We're definitely gonna be back uh, next Monday because that is a customary time frame, time slot, time period. Bat channel motherfuckers. We already told y'all we're going to have new video game reviews, uh, fun shit. I might even do a co-guest host. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe. Wish Creeper, you know. Or, I mean, he's always a good a, a, a host, but uh, smoke it up. And um, you guys have a great weekend.